we're on the same boat and pretty much about everything we do. Honestly, us opening up together is a dream team and I wouldn't want to open up with anyone else. Thank you so much for tuning in to the What's Good Dough podcast. I hope you enjoy it and I hope you share it. If you want to get in touch with me, follow us on Instagram at What's Good Dough. And remember to always ask, what's good dough? What's happening? What's good dough? It's your boy, Idrif. How y'all doing? How are y'all doing? I'm doing great, in case any of you are wondering. Today we have a dope episode with Brando from Slice Project. We talk about opening up a craft beer and pizza spot in a revitalizing neighborhood with family. This is a great episode, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And remember to always ask, what's good, Doe? Brando, thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? Doing good, man, how are you? Awesome. Before we started, I found out you and your brother are co-founders of the pizzeria. That's amazing. I've yeah. always wanted to get into business with my brother. Tell me about how that all started and got into play. Yeah, man. I mean, uh, started, it started about two years ago, maybe. Um, we've always had conversations of opening stuff together. So my brother's been in the restaurant industry for about, I want to say like 10 years now, um, a little more maybe. And so he was always hopping around, cooking at different restaurants. He's cooked in Los Gatos. He's cooked in Monterey, cooked in Santa Cruz. Um, And so he finally started doing his own thing uh, more towards the end. So he started making uh, donuts. And so um, we kind of linked up and we thought like, you know, let's do something together. And so we started exploring like different things that we can do. I'm a huge beer guy and uh, he's like a baker. Um, and so like, dude, like what's better than pizza and beer? Um, so yeah, (laughs) so we, we, uh, we decided to like explore different types of pizzas and we finally settled like New York style would be something that we wanted to do. Um, and so, yeah, we, we opened up slice project in December 20th. Um, that was like our first day of operation and we've been going at it ever since. And that's like a summarized version, but there's more to it. But yeah, <laughs> feel free to go to go deeper if you want. <laughs> like I said, it was really just two passions coming together. Uh, me like really wanting to, you know, have like a beer program, and um, you know, my brother wanting to have a restaurant where he can make food. Now at the end of the day, you know, I still run the beer program, but I'm also making pizza with him all the time. Like I'm I'm at his side, like. We're right next to the ovens making our pizzas all the time together. So, you know, I, I kind of became like a pizzaiola at the end. So where did your love for beer start? So I want to say like, I, when I first had beer, I was like 16. I did not like it. I was like, dude, what is this? <laughs> uh, and so then after that, you know, I just kept, kept at it and um, just drinking like lighter stuff. And it's funny because like, even when I was like 17, 18 years old, like I was already into craft, like. I had like, I guess, good beer influences. Like my buddy's brother was drinking Sierra Nevadas. Like when it was still like craft, like, uh, well, it still is craft, but like it was like up and coming, like getting even more popular, right? 
Um, so we were drinking like Sierra Nevadas. And I remember the first time I had a, a Lagunitas IPA and I thought it was like the most bitter thing. It was gross. So yeah, I've always been like on this trajectory, just having like craft beer and, you know, got really into it as soon as like I, I, I was like in my 20s and t- turned 21, even more into it. And I've been into it ever since. Um, so that kind of just led me to to craft beer in general. It was just, you know, drinking what what I saw other people drinking um, and just enjoying the product and like the flavors and all that stuff. So it wasn't just always like, let me get fucked up. It was like, let me drink to enjoy this and like it. Um, so yeah, it's just kind of how it developed. I find so many similarities with beer and pizza. It's like, not only do they go well together, but so many complex flavors when you're really trying to discover beer and that can be the same thing with, uh, with dough. You know, yeah. you're you're trying to make this, you're fermenting, you're maturing this product, and these little tweaks that you make can greatly affect the taste overall. Yeah. Uh, is there a, I know this is a, this show is about pizza, but I'm just curious to know, uh, because we're drinking beer right now, what do you what do you normally gravitate towards? What kind of beers do you like? Um, I'm a IPA person, um, double IPAs and IPAs. Uh, usually hop, hoppy beers, very like um, hot forward beers. So <clears throat> it can be bitter, fruity. Um, really, I like fruity, like what people like to say, juice. Um, like juicy IPAs are my thing for sure. So anything with haze, love it. Um, but yeah, any any IPA is like my thing. But nowadays also, I'm really like into lagers. This is a Hell's from Coralitos. It's a brewery here um, in town. And they make really good beer. So yeah, it just I'm also into like lighter beers and IPAs for sure. Yeah. Well, I, I really wanted to like get really get a better understanding of your beer uh, passion because that literally took the pizzeria that I was working at. It took that pier- pizzeria to the next level. Like they mm-hmm. used to have a standalone pizza shop, and then they opened up a a tap room and bottle shop next door and business like just went from like zero to a hundred. Yeah. Not that they weren't already popular cause they were already serving some beers, but just having that concept of like, Oh yeah, we're, we're the, you know, we're the hipster bottle shop uh, that you can go to and grab pizza at. Do people come for both the pizza and the beer over at your spot? Yeah. Um, and you know, we're, I think we're fairly new and I think we're still, uh, people are still finding out about us. But um, those who have found out about us, they like look at our menu and they're like, whoa, like you guys got some like really good beers. Like this is a pizzeria. I'm like, yeah, man, this is a pizzeria. Um, you know, so we, we try to get uh, the best possible beers we can get um, to go with our pizza. Because from the start, I mean, we, we said we're going to make high quality pizza. So we need to have a high quality beer to pair with that pizza. And so realistically, I know like we're the new kids on the block. But like we only want to be working with the best breweries, and I'm sure the breweries want to be have their beer poured at the best pizzeria or restaurant. So yeah, we 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 went for that and we we stick to that. Like so, I mean we have like Humble Sea, Alvarado Street. Um, we have like I said, Corlitos. We have a brewery here called Fruition. Um, We've had Sly Spear from Lincoln, uh, who head brewer used to work at Moonraker. Um, yeah, so we've just had like all sorts of really good beers on tap and people 
like that for us. And Santa Darius, the, they're, they're a really good brewery that we're super stoked to have on tap and work with. Dope, man. It's a good mix, right? And if you can implement that into your um into your concept hey that'll bring another demographic of people who love beer people who are impressed by high quality beer um now my question for you is why watsonville i mean there (laughs) not too many people know where watsonville is unless you live in the area i I know i've been to watsonville a few times but what why there (laughs) born and raised here man where else (laughs) yeah for sure yeah i mean yeah, I mean, we were born and raised here, dude, and um, we we are super proud to be here, honestly. And I think, uh, you know, it's kind of going to put this town on the map a little bit more. You know, at, at the end of the day, um, we're, like, located in, like, in a very good place. I mean, you got Santa Cruz to the north, Monterey to the south, and people tend to just drive by Watsonville, which is a good thing and a bad thing good because that means like you have the opportunity to actually stop by and come to the pizzeria if you ever come to those places and bad is because it's kind of overshadowed by them and people don't really like to drive in but yeah man we opened up we got like really lucky we got this beautiful essentially historical building it's an old fox theater um it was a pizzeria in the past and we brought it back to life man the building was closed for 10 years and also, like, our downtown is uh, revitalizing itself uh, through n- different initiatives. So we kind of wanted to get on the forefront of that and, like, get in downtown before it got too expensive and too, like, crazy and popular. So we actually feel like, you know, we're setting that example. Like, yo, like, these are the type of restaurants that can exist here. And we're doing good. And check it out, you know, um, so others don't feel like, nah, that place isn't right or it's going to flop. It's like, nah, man, like this is a great town. Like it, it's beautiful. So yeah, we're super stoked to be here. And on top of that, I mean, we're like, I don't, I'm, I'm you said you've been here, right? But like, you know, for someone in San Francisco, like you walk outside or you drive 10 minutes out, you're still in the city. You're in San Jose, same thing. Here you drive 10 minutes out and you got like raspberries, strawberries, artichokes, uh, all sorts of veggies growing so like we have access to amazing products too so it's a win-win man if you want to do farm to table this is the spot damn <laughs> dude is it too late to hop on the game no not at all i would do it now <laughs> <laughs> sick no i mean when i when i think of watsonville i feel like i've only been to, into the downtown area once and it's not like it's not a downtown area where it looks like you're back in the mid 50s but there are some like older spots right? Yeah, they're right. really old spots, yeah. Okay, so, I mean, I, maybe I just didn't walk around enough, but yeah, maybe there are just still spots from the 50s, whatever the case may be. I mean, I've been into some really, really old parts of California where I'm like, yo, this looks uh, like not too old, but it definitely has a historic vibe to it. Yeah, there's some buildings, like the building next door is a Wells Fargo. It was probably built like 1920s, 30s. And there's other buildings like that too. Like, they literally still say, Bank of Italy on it, like 19-something, like before 50s. Um, so, yeah, pretty old pretty old buildings around here. And new ones. It's a mix. It's a mix. And you said earlier some government initiatives, are they helping you out? And I wouldn't say they're, like, helping out, but the plan to redevelop downtown is happening. So, I mean, right now we're on Main Street, which runs through downtown, and 
what they're trying to do is they're trying to make what's four lanes, two and two on each side into one lane. So expand our sidewalks, make it more walkable. Um, and they are trying to bring businesses in. Now, I don't, I'm not sure how. I want to say they're probably going to be bigger businesses and not like mom and pop shops. Um, we didn't get any sort of financial assistance from the city or anything like that when we opened up. So I don't see that happening for someone else. But I'm, I'm sure like if it's a bigger business, they'll offer some sort of tax incentive or something. I'm not too sure, but... The point is they're trying to make downtown more walkable, kind of like like Santa Cruz Avenue or Pacific Avenue in downtown Santa Cruz, where there's single lanes, more walkable, um, trees, restaurants, outdoor eating, that kind of vibe. Yeah. For sure. I feel that. Okay. I, I know exactly what you're saying. Uh, it, it makes it more uh, walking friendly for people visiting. It encourages people to explore more. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. I mess with that. That's that's awesome. I, you know, I, it's good to be able to position yourself um, in front of that. And you said you're already at a pizzeria that was once a pizzeria before. Was it hard to get started up? I want to say it was easier than it what it would be for anyone starting with like a, an empty shell. Um, since it was already a pizzeria, it already had the equipment. It had a hood. Um, but it was so out of date that we still had to come in and update it. So we had to um, put in like new three compartment sink, a floor sink, um, and get like a prep sink and different things that had to be updated to, to food code. Um, but we, it was most of it was already there. Like I said, we had a hood, we had floor drains, we had a walk-in cooler. Um, we had to like update new appliances, obviously, like our walk-in cooler needed like a new refrigerator. Um, all that kind of stuff, but it was already there. So it's kind of like we just almost, in a sense, revitalized the building rather than like uh, completely just building from the ground up. So it gave us a head start, but there were still things that we had to bring to code. Like we had to we had to get our occupancy for the building through the city. Uh, we had to get it passed through the county health inspector. Um, we had to get our ABC license. So there was things that it was like opening up a brand new restaurant, but we didn't completely start from zero. That's cool. How long did that, that entire process take from start to finish working with something that was, that had bone, like a structure, but no bones? Yeah. I mean, it took us about, about a year. So we got the keys February 24th and we opened December 20th. So almost a year, like 10 months, I guess. We thought it was going to be quicker than that because we had pretty much a built-out shell, but it took longer <laughs> for different reasons, but it took longer, yeah, so 10 months pretty much. I've definitely heard that warning before, and I think let's, it's a good time to stress it, is like make sure you have enough capital to get you through those months where you're not expecting the build-out time to be uh, taking that long. Um, yeah. Are you are you all self-funded over there, or were you were you uh, talking to investors? How did that setup look like? Yeah, zero investors, man. We're all family owned. Uh, we got loans and stuff, obviously, but we own it 100%. Just my brother and I. Uh, our parents helped us and uh, family as well, but yeah, just pretty much us and and some loans, but not even big loans either. So like we can pay them like probably in a year um, or so. But yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty easy. Sweet. 
Nothing what's, too complicated. <laughs> <laughs> what's rent like over there then over in Watsonville? Because it's not like San Francisco, probably not even like Santa Cruz, right? No, no, not at all. I mean, so you can say Watsonville's cheap because um, it's not. I mean, it, it, trying to rent an apartment costs you much as much as renting one in Santa Cruz. Okay. Maybe 100 bucks cheaper. Um, so, but... We got super lucky on, on our, our lease. Um, now, I say if this place were to be re-rented, how we have it set up with an ABC license, a county health permit, all that stuff, it would go for a lot more. So we got very lucky and got at a low rate. <laughs> um, so we, we got lucky. But I mean, like, generally speaking, it is a bit cheaper. I mean, we're not talking like 10 to 15 grand for a spot, you know. We're, we're talking between, like, 2000 to 4000 or $5,000 for a spot. Yeah, depending on how big it is and what it has. So two thousand on the low end and five thousand on the high on the bigger end uh, in that area. Got and what what's in there? Okay, all right. Do you all have any um, dine-in spots or takeout? What's the business like for us? Yeah, so I mean, we so right now we're doing all takeout, but we have about fifty seats in the front. Um, I'm at one of the tables right now, Um, and then we got the kitchen in the back. Um, it's open view. It's a thousand six hundred square feet. It's a pretty big spot. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're pretty we're pretty stoked with it. Congratulations. That's a that's a huge place. How's the takeout business for y'all? Is it cool? It's good. Honestly, it's like, well, right now it's a hundred percent of our business. But when we're open, it was about eighty percent of it anyway. <laughs> okay. So yeah, it's good. Uh, a lot of people take out. We have our people who like to come have a slice and have a beer. Um, or they come with their family to eat some pizza, but mainly takeout. Good, good, good. Okay, so it wasn't that huge of a change for y'all then? Nah, it wasn't, honestly. We just kind of adjusted to it and, like, you know, different protocols when it comes to, like, you know, keeping our distance with customers and not allowing people in, so we we sell through a side window. Okay, so, I mean, going back a little bit, why pizza, aside from it being a good match? I was working at a nonprofit. Um, I was there for about three years um, here in Watsonville. So, and it was doing like financial uh, help um, through for low-income families. Um, and then my brother was actually unemployed for like a year. But right before that, he was actually making uh, flatbreads and pizza at a, at a pizzeria in the Carmel Valley. Where it was a restaurant with a pizza oven. Um, and so, yeah, and he was doing his donut thing. And so, like I said, we were just talking, like, what would be best with beer? Because I really actually, so I was home brewing for about a year. I was, like, looking into, like, probably, like, opening up a little brew spot or something. And then we're, like, talking, like, well, you, well maybe you can do the food. Because in order to have a brewery, you need to have food in, in Watsonville. So he's, and so we just got to talking, and then it led to pizza. And we're, like, dude, let's explore it. My brother was, like, fuck it. Let's try it. <laughs> So we started making pizza, man, and we just jumped in it like full head on and we, we haven't turned back. Sweet. But yeah, zero experience for pizza. Our parents were never p- pizzeria owners, never worked that one, nothing. We just we just started doing it. Was it just this last year where it got, all got started? Yeah, so I mean, we, we were making pizza prior to getting our spot, but we were working towards it. So we've been trying to make pizzas for for like maybe two years now. Um, affecting it yeah so yeah so we had about a year of pizza making and then we opened up where were y'all practicing at what what kind of a a home 
home oven, yeah. Okay. With like a metal, like a metal uh, stone, or not a steel, a metal steel plate. Yeah. Um, honestly, doesn't come close to it. So we're actually really lucky because when we got the spot, we were able to practice in our ovens, and so like the the pizza just changed dramatically. I mean, you're cooking on a stone, higher heat. Um, your pizza is going to come out 100% different. And we had access to um, commercial products at that point. So we were playing with cheeses, sauces, everything, flour, all that stuff. Cool. So you all had to tweak the recipe a little bit, but ultimately you all found something good that you're proud of to serve. And that's, uh, is that still New York style pizza? I see I see some square pies on your Yeah, IG. yeah. We do both. Um we do New York, and then we do our Detroit Square. So um, different doughs, uh, different sauces. Same mozzarella, but we use brick cheese from Wisconsin, um, which we're super stoked that our vendor could get that for us. Um, it wasn't easy, but we got it. Um, and then we use a thicker cut pepperoni on it uh, from Rosa Grande. Um, mm. But yeah, we... It's, it's a little bit different, but it's really good. Um, I would say that's kind of our specialty product and it's what sells out for us. And it's what a lot of people are kind of getting to know us for in a sense. Um, I think our New York is, is there, but a lot of people are very like excited about the squares because you can't find it anywhere around here. So yeah. we're the only pizzerias that do it. Squares, square is a big thing right now. Uh, it's, it's definitely hit like a, it's become the, the cool kid in class, yeah. right? Yeah. Everyone wants it. Everyone wants a piece of it. It's cool that you're using brick cheese. I feel like out of all of the Detroit style pizzas that I've tried, I still haven't had one with brick cheese. Mm -hmm. And like, that's the OG. That's the mm -hmm. way they're doing it in Detroit. I'm stoked that you're using that, that you're yeah. able to find that. Yeah. Yeah. We use it mainly on our edges and then mm -hmm. we kind of fill it up with mozzarella in the middle. What does it taste like? Um, it's like uh, it's got a it's got a bit more of a tang than the mozzarella does. Um, a lot higher fat content. So yeah, I mean it's it, it kind of like white cheddar. It tastes very similar, like white cheddar. Okay, but I mean it's one of those things that I just have to try myself. But uh, from what from how you're describing it, I think I have an understanding, right? But I guess I'll never know until I actually try. So yeah, I and honestly, it. even when it's cooked, it might not really come out how it's supposed to I think you would have to have it raw to get like a real understanding like have some brick and mozzarella to kind of see the differences yeah Let's build that. so working with your brother I mean tell me uh some positives and then some of the lessons that you've learned over time we get along 100 percent, man we're on the same boat and pretty much about everything we do um I think it's like honestly us opening up together is a dream team and I wouldn't want to open up with anyone else um, wouldn't want to have an investor. Wouldn't want any of that shit, to be honest. Uh, my brother and I, the way we look at it is like, you know, Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak, you know, two dudes that have two different skill sets. Um, you know, in this case, you know, I'm like the Steve Jobs where I'm more, um, uh, you know, like I, I have the interviews. I, I talk to, to like, uh, city officials and all the, all that kind of stuff. And, you know, I do the customer service front end of house. I do the beer and my brother just, you know, like the genius in the back cooking kind of like Steve Wozniak, you know, writing code, building computers, whatever. Right. So 
that's why that's the way I like to 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 kind of put us as an example, um, so people kind of understand the relationship that we have. So without him, I can't open up Slice Project, and him without me, he can't open up Slice Project either. So um, we kind of just balance each other out, and it's it it's honestly awesome. We we've never had a relationship where we fight or anything like that. So we get along a hundred percent. We talk about what we're gonna do, and we do it. We don't like something we'll talk about it and we'll take it out or we don't do it but yeah man it's it we we work really well together i, I can't say there's any downs yet <laughs> um, i don't think there will be but yeah we're good man amazing that's good to hear um i think so many people in my life have said not everyone obviously but there are a lot of people in my life that have said don't do business with family it gets too complicated whatever the case may be and i think if you find that your family or whoever you're partnering with has a strength that will benefit you, then why wouldn't it make sense to hold down a partnership like that? Yeah, it has to be the right, it has to be the right, um, I guess, formula, right? Uh, it could be a formula for disaster, but in this case, it works. And I'm sure there's plenty of relationships out there that, that do work the same way. For sure, I respect that. Now, why is it called Slice Project? Two different reasons. One, I... When I was homebrewing, I had a little homebrew Instagram page that I was running and I was calling Watsonville L Project. Um, and so I was playing with names, different, we were like thinking about Pizza Kid and all these different names. And finally I thought like Slice Project. I'm like, that's pretty, I like that. One, because we're gonna do slices. And two, because we're an ever evolving project. Like we're not tied down to just one thing. Like we didn't wanna be like called like, you know, New York pizzeria, you know what I mean? Because that's not just what we do. I mean, we do squares, we do slices. We've had a burger pop up. It's a project, man. It's ever evolving. So that's we we kept the name for it for being ambiguous, and you know, it's just I guess we have the word slice in it. Um, but yeah, you know, it's in there. But it just it it had a good flow and it grew it grew on us and we kept it. I love it. Slice project. It gives you room to be experimental. It gives you yeah. an opportunity to not stick to one specific thing and people can get mad at you if you want to introduce a burger one month. Yeah. At the end of the day, you're you're just putting stuff out there and, and the customer will let you know and then the rest of the crew will let you know if, if, if it works out or not. Yeah. Cool. I like that a lot. If you had to give a piece of advice to start to someone starting up their own pizza business, what would that advice be? It would just be, you know, find the right spot depending on what you want to do, find the right skilled worker and the right um, skilled person to help you bring your, your uh, idea to life. You know, the way we approach pizza is like an art, um, very artisanal or craft and know, know what you want to open, right? If you're going to open up a pizzeria where you don't really care what you're doing, you're going to use a sheeter to pull out your dough. You're going to use discs to throw it in. You know, that's easy. You know, you can hire anyone to do that. But if you're going to be shaping your pizzas by hand, you're going to be t putting them on a peel and launching them yourself. You're going to need a skilled worker. Um, so just early on, figure out what you are going to be. Um, and also nowadays, figure out your brand identity. Um, you know, I think it's key to success having a good product and your brand. Um, whether that's like having the best beers on tap or just having a good logo and design and feel to your company. 
um, all that kind of stuff. So take all that into consideration. But really, it, it starts from the get-go, and it is an idea, and just bringing that to fruition and, and see what you want to do with it um, and execute it. Just execute it. Just do it. And if you've never worked with pizza but you have a passion for it, just do it. It's the best way to learn, man. Just doing it. Dope. Now, I know your brother had a bunch of experience in pizza um, or just in food in general, and then he worked at a pizza spot, you know. Uh, is that basically where his education came from in pizza? Yeah, I mean, he didn't go to culinary. He didn't go to like a crazy culinary school. He went to a local one here at the community college, but he learned on the job for sure. And baking kind of came about through himself, and he started like staging at different restaurants. Um, so he worked at a French bakery in Carmel, um, and he just kind of kept it going. He really got into baking, and he kept baking, like, different loaves of bread, like halal bread, <laughs> uh, sourdoughs, and uh, all this type of uh, bread product that he would make. And so that's that's kind of where it came from, too. It's like, yo, let's look into pizza. I mean, it's honestly not bread. It's not bread in the in the conventional sense, right, where, like, the way you make it is pretty different. Uh, sometimes baking can be like to the science and I guess you can approach pizza that way too, but, um, it's good having that background to, to make your pizza for sure. And knowing it, what you need to do and how to tweak it. Cool. And was it, was it hard for you to learn, you know, being, being the pe the beer maker initially, like yeah. I know now you're making pizzas right by, right by his side. Uh, how was it for you picking up that skill? Um, so, I mean, my brother I, I still makes the dough and stuff. He's taught me how to make it, and we I know the recipe and all that. Um, but when it came to, like, learning how to shape and top and um, launch pizzas and cook them, it, it came pretty easy. I, I grew up cooking all my life, and I like cooking. Um, my mom taught us early on, like, she would work, so she would sometimes just leave raw ingredients and be like, this is how you make it. Yeah, man. So like we would call her and be like, oh, what do I do next? Oh, you put oil and, you know, you stir it. Is it golden? All right. Now put this in. Right. So we grew up cooking. Um, and so when it came to making the pizza, it was just like just learning a new recipe. And uh, yeah, we I, I picked it up fairly quick. Sweet, sweet, sweet. That's cool. I mean, I'm glad it seems like you had a passion for food, a passion for beer. And your brother had a passion for food, for sure, from what I know. Yeah. And y'all just made a harmonious, y'all made a harmonious team together in a, in an evolving, growing, developing location. And I feel like you two have set yourself up for an amazing ride. Yeah. Right? So, man. <laughs> cool, 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 man. Can, well, congratulations to the both of you. I have one question for you. There's no right or wrong answer. What's good, though? What's good, dough? Ah, uh, man, I can interpret this two ways. <laughs> what do you mean, like, what's up, or like, what's a good dough? <laughs> no right or wrong answers. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, I I'll answer. We'll keep pizzas related. Um, for me, I think I would say when I a good dough for me, obviously it's going to be cooked, right? Um, I really enjoy our New York style pizza. My favorite way is to have it at least reheated once. So you cook it, comes out, but then when you reheat it and you throw it in for a second again, you get like that extra little crunch at the bottom. Uh, and that's my favorite part, man. You're just biting into that slice and every time you hear like a little crunch, 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 crunch. 
So that's a good dough. <laughs> Yo, that's that's unique. I love that. I love that. I love that. I actually love reheating my pizza. Sometimes it's better than the first time. I think there's actually a lot of, dude, we get people all the time. It's like, yo, can you actually reheat it? I want it extra crispy. Like they want it reheated. Um, or they ask for their pizza to be extra crispy when they order it off the bat. They just love that crispiness. But yeah, I mean, once you pull it out, you let it sit for a minute or two, and then you throw it back in and you heat it up again. I think that's when it's the best. <laughs> that's awesome. I love me some crispy pizza. And it sounds like if you love crispy pizza, make your way over to Slice Project over in Watsonville. They're serving up some amazing beers, some New York and Detroit style pizza with legit brick cheese. Yeah. What's not to miss? Check them out. Any last words, Brando? Yeah, man. Um, you know, for whoever does listen to it, I mean, if you guys are in the Bay Area, I know it's time hard to leave that 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 area in general because it's so big but um and i know sometimes you guys want to escape the heat watsonville is just as cool as santa cruz um it's for sure 20 degrees cooler than than any uh san jose or gilroy or like santa clara area um you know come down here i mean it's it's unique man like you know we we've had a bad rep in the past um you know, a lot of people don't like really know much about Watson, though. They think, oh, it's just a small agricultural town. But I mean, we got some cool spots. I mean, if you come to Santa Cruz County in general and you love beer, I mean, I think we're like in a beer heaven. Um, and, you know, we got we got some good food to go with that. And, you know, if, if you're a pizza fan, for sure, come out. I mean, I think it's hard. To, it's hard for every city to have a good pizzeria. But I think uh, we're, we're one of them. Sounds cocky, but I think I think we're there. Um, so come through and, and, and have a slice for sure. I look forward to being able to try your spot next time I'm over there. Yeah, dude, come through, man. Thank you so much for your time. Have a good one. All right, dude, thank you. Brando, thank you again for your time. If any of you all are ever in Watsonville, go check them out. It's a beautiful area. And go grab some great pizza and some great beer. For you listeners, thank you. Thank you, thank you for listening to the end. Please remember to drop a comment on Instagram or rate the show on Apple Podcasts. Tune in next time, y'all. Thank you for the love. Peace. Thank you so much for tuning in to the What's Good Dough podcast. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you share it. If you want to get in touch with me, follow us on Instagram at What's Good Dough. And remember to always ask, what's good dough?